So I'm like, oh, this is now officially relegated to the treadmill. And oh, just angry. Just, <gasps> wee woo, wee woo. And oh, the Kevin Hart joke. I will control the microphone, bitch. Just, just take me all in. I wasn't offended by anything in this movie. You dumb sons of bitches. Yeah, yeah. It's, next time I'm going to have Randall Flagg on the show, I guess. Why not, right? my way of checking just hawking and blowing my nose check check it's a little better <laughs> oh just pacing the house just just cursing <laughs> I, I had my notifications turned off because I've been up all fucking night for like the third night in a row because of my neighbor's fucking dog it won't stop barking oh. and after this show I get to go have an awkward fight with somebody I don't know <sighs> fucking assholes they leave their dog out, just barks all night. And then it'll be quiet for 20 minutes just so you can fall asleep. Oh, that's so, that's so mean. Furious. Just, so I turned my notifications off on my phone. That's why I didn't know you were ready. I was sitting here just cursing you going, let's go. Let's go. And meanwhile, I was, uh, all morning I was, I, I was up at four because I couldn't sleep because it's just, just with everything going on, I just like, I couldn't sleep. And I'm like, I, I knew I had to get groceries this morning and I'm like, oh, I'm dreading it. Oh, I mean, I got there at 8 a.m. and I'm just packed, angry people. Oh, awful. Just, it was awful. And of course I couldn't get everything on the list because we're, they're, they're, they're out of stuff. So I got, you know, 90% of the stuff, but still it's like, up, oh, there's a couple of key things that we need. Like that means another run sometime. <sighs> I got alcohol though. That was on the list and <laughs> I got that. Oh, did I? Yeah, I did too. Oh, yes, I did. I yep. Stopped. Oh, I have, yeah, I got one, two, three, four handles and one liter. Oh, I'm, I am, I am hunkered down for the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> I thought I was getting too much with two handles, but okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, can you at least uh, operate mostly from home? I mean, I know you're, you're your own business, but you can. Yes. Yes. I, I actually hit my business partner and I talked in depth yesterday and we're, we're good to go. I mean, we'll see how rent income goes for the foreseeable future. I, I believe that was suspended today. So that means people aren't going to pay, or the government's going to pay, or we're just screwed. They're not going to pay. May I don't know if the government's going to pay, and they'll they get. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I didn't read the article, but it was. I think Mike Dewine signed that today. No, oh, great, good. Yep, just just a nice big fuck you to the entire world. <laughs> but it's all about the economy, Eugene, and, and Trump's economy is the best it's ever been, ever. Oh. <laughs> We're not going to spend all show talking about that fucking no. piece of shit. So yeah, and he is truly a piece of shit. Garbage, human garbage. Yep, yep. 
So if you're listening to this show and you're a Trump fan... Uh, there's no way that we have no. anybody listening to this show. It, it can't no. be. Either that or yeah. they're the most lighthearted, friendly, fun yeah. Trump fan that's ever existed. <laughs> yeah. And and thank you for keeping on listening to our show. Yeah. <laughs> your, pre- your president can suck my dick, but otherwise... <laughs> I don't really want to put my dick in his mouth. But no, I don't either. I don't either. lick the brownest part of my asshole, then he's welcome. There we go. Yeah. I, I second that... Uh, Oh, I'm so fucking tired. I'm so fucking tired. Oh, me too. Me too. Me too. Oh, and I mean, there's something about, like, I feel like I literally just worked a full day. I, I just, one, because I got up early, and then two, just something about just that, uh, that intensity when you're getting groceries. And See, just, now, it, I went the other, I went on uh, Saturday afternoon, and I was expecting craziness too, and it wasn't too bad. It was about as busy as I would expect it to be on a on a busy Saturday kind of afternoon. It wasn't a madhouse. And I did I I'm not sure if I sent you the picture or not, but I took a picture of this woman that had she it was kind of funny because she was a shorter woman pushing a cart and she had three of the giant rolls of toilet paper in her <sighs> cart because that they the toilet paper is uh wrapped so stupid and this was the three it's 12 rolls, 12 rolls tall. Uh-huh. You know? And so it was just hilarious. I'm like, look at this woman pushing her cart. And the only thing in it is just giant rolls of toilet paper. And then I, I was like, ha ha, she's hoarding it. And then I went to the toilet paper aisle and I realized, no, 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 they've got a limit on it. You can only buy three. So I fully believe that. And there were people in there just shoveling their three packages into their cart. And I was, why? I went up and I bought my one. Yeah. Like a I'm sane one. person. And and walked out of there. It's like yep, mob mentality, craziness. Oh, and yeah. and that aisle was full of Amish, just like we gotta buy more, buy some paper towels, and buy. Uh. Yeah, uh, yeah I actually uh, one of the things they are out of here at the Giant Eagle was uh, disinfectant wipes, which I we have a one container, but I was like, if I want to get another container just to have whatever, and um, I'm like, oh, they're out, of course. I'm like, well, I'll get. They had like a whole bunch of these, like in these smaller packages, um, flushable wipes. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'll just, this is probably the same thing. So I got right. it. And... Now you do know those aren't flushable, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. But I just figured, I'm like, well, it's going to be the yeah. same thing. No, that's fine. Just want to make sure. And then my wife was like, you know, you know that these are not disinfectant wipes. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, there's no alcohol in them. I'm like, great. Like, uh, another reason to go to the grocery store to return those. And she's like, well, but you can still wipe your bottom with them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, so I actually got wet toilet paper. I'm like, yep. okay, we'll just, <laughs> yeah, we'll yep. let that ride. They're very refreshing. Yeah. I, okay. I, I didn't expect to get a luxury item at the grocery store, but <laughs> mission accomplished. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, um, that wasn't fun. <laughs> Oh. And then my other my other neighbor's dog, they have a pit bull. And oh boy. We uh she's mostly pretty friendly, but she runs across her um they have like the, the wire that they buried around their property. Yeah. Shock collar. Oh yeah. Which is great, unless they run across it. Because once they run across it, they're home free. So they just have to take a little pain and then they're good. And and it's fine. She gets loose all the time. She comes over and plays, la da 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 da. But then the little dogs were out yesterday and the little dogs are terrified because she's so huge. So they're like, bark, 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 bark at her. And she was like, mm, I don't think I'm going to deal with this. And grabbed him by the back of the neck and was throwing them around. So oh. I had to grab her and 
pull her off of him. And then she kind of turned around to me like, hey, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, no, no. <laughs> like, I have three dogs. I'm a pet lover. I will beat you to death with my bare hands. I don't give a shit. I've been attacked by Rottweilers. I I don't give a shit. So at some point, going to have to have an awkward conversation uh-huh. with the other neighbor. Two neighbors. Two. Oh, great. Keep your fucking dog in your yard. See, we have, uh, with Demi, we have the shot collar thing, but we have, ours is wireless. We have this, like, beer canister looking thing that sits in our garage and it sends out a signal. If she goes past the line, it loses signal with the, the collar loses signal with the home base. It will not stop shocking her until she gets back. As opposed to the, yeah, as opposed to the wire where once you're across, you're good. Just, just, just come over and yeah. eat my fucking dogs. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, it's it's amazing how many how many dog lovers just don't care about their neighbors. It's like, well, we love our dog, therefore everybody loves our dog, and our dog is the cutest thing. And who cares if it's loose? I know what they're gonna say. I know what they're gonna say down at the other place. I don't know them. My wife knows the one person kind of, and I'm like, why don't you go? And she's like, ah, I don't really know. I'm like. Oh, <laughs> you go, you go deal with it. She doesn't want to deal with it. So I'm going to go deal with it. And then it's going to be, why don't you get a fan? How do you not hear your fucking dog barking all night? Yeah. And it, like, you shouldn't have to go buy something to, to, to deal with their problem. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm going to give you one shot. And after that, it's calling the, yep, calling the village, warden. calling the cops, calling the game ward, call whatever. This dog is barking. This dog's being abused. Yep. And I wonder, will, and they'll do something, I would imagine. Yeah, we've, uh, the previous, it's like a rental property, and the previous people that lived there years ago had a barking dog, and we called, I called the cops, and I was like, sorry to bother you, I don't know who else to call. Not like emergency 911, but uh, just the local yeah. PD. Like, this dog will not stop barking all night long, and they came and did something about it. So that's and- something that's on their radar, right? Hate to bug them over such yeah. stupid crap, but it's a lazy, tiny Ohio town, for fuck's sake. They can, yeah. They got nothing better to do. Yeah. At least they didn't mind. Can we, for the love of God, can we talk about some movies? Yes. <laughs> oh, please. I'm so fucking tired. Okay, uh, are you ready for the roulette? I'm ready. I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. And here's the roulette. Dude. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette as we dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. <laughs> TP for my bunghole. Yep. <laughs> Wet TP. Fragrance, too. I, th- I believe it's lime scent. I can't wait oh, to try it out. Well, the Don yeah. will appreciate that when he gets yes. up in there. <laughs> okay, on this episode of the roulette, it is the last thing he wanted up against Polaroid. And thank God you're up first. Um, Polaroid. This is the new-ish horror movie from, I believe that this director also made the Child's Play reboot. Yes, he did. Um, I also want to, I think that this is a Blumhouse, uh, I could be wrong. So, no, Dimension, it says here Dimension. Um, there's a uh, Polaroid camera that a uh, teenager finds, and she's, you know... Emo and all retro, whatever. So, you know, Polaroid pictures are retro cool, you see. And, uh, there's a ghosty thing connected to the camera that, uh, if it's in the picture, whenever you take the picture, if that ghosty thing's in the picture, that person in the picture is gonna die. 
and it can be passed on to other people and blah, 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 blah. It's, this is generic standard issue horror. And I gotta say, it's not bad at all. Uh, short run is time. The, is, is this a remake of the, uh, Japanese film? It, boy, it might be. Um, it says here in the vein of The Ring and Final Destination. Uh, sounds in the vein of Shudder to me. Yeah, it says here the plot of the film is nearly identical to an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, the ca- tale of the curious camera. So I, I don't know, uh, but oh, it, it, I've it, actually seen that episode. Are you serious? That's that's one oh. of the like couple episodes I ever saw when, and I, I I saw it when it aired, and it scared the shit out of me. Ah, well, this is this is not really scary, but high production values. The cast is relatively likable. It's you know how it's going to go, but it's kind of cool how they. Uh, like you can't destroy the picture because if you start trying to, like trying to destroy the picture, like by burning it, then you're gonna catch on fire. And I'm like, oh, it's kind of a cool little thing that they're doing there. But it's it, it's PG-13, but they really pushed the PG-13. It felt like this probably originally was an R, and they just trimmed it slightly to get it down to PG-13. But I, again, for a Netflix roulette, I, you could do way worse than this. It's it probably won't make the top ten, but I certainly didn't hate it. It was better than I thought it would be. So there you go. I, yeah, you know what? If you if you liked that, are you afraid of the dark episode? You may want to watch this on the horrorthon in October because you're gonna watch way worse stuff than that. I can promise yes, I you am. that. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, okay, over on my side, the last thing he wanted. A uh, veteran DC journalist loses the thread of her own narrative. Join the club! Uh, when a guilt-propelled Aaron from her father thrusts her from byline to unwitting subject in the very story she's trying to break. Uh, I frantically watched this yesterday because I was like, oh shit, we haven't recorded in two weeks and uh, I forgot to watch my roulette. And starring Anne Hathaway, Ben Affleck, Rosie Perez, Willem Dafoe, Toby Jones. It's a great cast. So throughout the movie, I'm going, yeah, I dig this. I dig this. And then we get to kind of the second half and I'm like, I, I dig this, but what's going on? Kind of, hmm, what? I don't, maybe I missed something or maybe I was too much backgrounding it because I was busy doing other stuff. But, uh, then I went and read, I, you know, get, I'm now I'm getting away from it. It's a day later and I'm going, huh. What about this and what about this? I'm not going to be spoilery just because. I couldn't, I don't think. Because I'm not really sure what the hell was going on in here. And so I went and checked out some reviews here on IMDb while I was waiting for you as you were angrily pacing waiting for me. And um, Mm -hmm. I was, yeah, you know what everybody says? Couldn't understand it. No idea what's going on here. So it's not just me. It's a political thriller that's set kind of in the 70s with the CIA and uh, down in South America. And it is worth a watch. But, boy, I don't know if you want to try and really break down everything that's going on in this movie. Because if you do, you start to lose the, like she said, lose the narrative. What's going on? And why is she doing this? And why did she flip like that? And why did she trust that person who is so clearly a bad guy? And then, oh, 
oh, it turned out that he was a bad guy, and the movie presents it like, twist! It's like, not really. Kind of saw that coming, unless you're a total plebe. I don't know. Uh, but it is, I mean, it's it's well shot. It's definitely well acted. I think that it's so well acted that it gets away from you that it's not very well written. Um, uh. But in a way, it's still worth a watch. I would leave it in the queue for when you're looking for, a, like, a political thriller. But I would not break yourself in half to watch this movie. Um, all right, let's move on. Unless you have any questions. No, that sounds like a swing and a, I don't want to say swing and a miss, but just nah, not yeah. My, and it wouldn't movie. even make it wouldn't even at all make my worst of list. It would just be one of those roulettes that I watched, and it was harmless, and off it goes into the distance. Yeah, that's honestly that's kind of Polaroid. I it, it's fine, whatever. Okay, next round. Okay, okay, first up for you is a movie called Freaks, and I believe that our buddy uh, TJ watched this movie, and I think he kind of liked it. This is science fiction, drama, mystery. A bold girl discovers a bizarre, threatening, and mysterious new world beyond her front door as she escapes her father's protective and paranoid control. Uh, this might be kind of X-Men-ish, maybe, uh, on I'm sure what is a very low budget, but... Uh, anyway, uh, looks pretty good. Next up is Lost Girls. Amy Ryan is in this. I, I like Amy Ryan. I think she's a good actress. And Gabriel Burns in this as well. This is a drama mystery thriller. Hour and 35 minutes. When Mari Gilbert's daughter disappears, police in, police in action drives her own investigation into the gated Long Island community where Shannon was last seen. Her search brings attention to over a dozen murdered sex workers. So there's that, and um, um, lastly is The Assignment, and I am assuming that this is the 2016 movie with uh, Michelle Rodriguez, and, yeah. okay, directed by Walter Hill, after waking up and discovering that he has undergone gender reassignment surgery, an assassin seeks to find the doctor responsible, and that really looks like Sigourney Weaver as well. It is. Yeah, so there you go. There's your three. Okay, coming your way. Uh, one must fall on Hoopla. In 1986, a crime scene cleanup crew is on a job that turns deadly when they discover that the killer never left the scene of the crime. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, mm. Blood Ride, season one. And I think there's only six episodes in this season. And I'm not asking that, you, well, obviously, with uh, TV shows, 90 minutes. You give me 90 minutes. Okay. I don't know how long the episodes are. There's only six episodes. Uh, but it's a... What it said in the description is it's a horror anthology show. So I don't, I, I think I could be wrong, but the way I translated that was each episode will be an anthology. Uh, the doomed passengers aboard a spectral bus head toward a gruesome unknown destination in this deliciously macabre horror anthology series. It could be a different, it could just be one episode, one story, but who knows? At any rate, finding new horror shit, oh boy, it's hard. And so I'm grabbing at what I got. Uh, and lastly, on Hoopla, again, Alcatraz. A group of prisoners led by an armed robber, a gangster, attempt to escape from the infamous Alcatraz Island. And this is from 2016 or something. This isn't the old Clint Eastwood one. Okay. Uh, there you go. Okay. Uh, I think, um, you know, I'm always down for a possibly good anthology, so I'm going to give that... Uh, blood ride a try. 
Cool. Uh, usually those things, much like anthology movies, usually even if there's some not good ones, there are some good ones in there. So yeah. we'll see. And like I said, the whole season I think I think was six episodes, maybe eight or something. I don't know. I'm more open to hitting on a, a series when I see that it's only when it's ten or less episodes. When I go to yeah. hit play on season one and it's twenty two episodes, I'm like, ah fuck my life. Yeah. Uh, uh I'm gonna take Freaks. You said really? TJ TJ recommended that, huh? Well, yeah. I'll, I'll I watched the trailer for it a, a while back and it I was a little concerned because it was all kind of seemed like it was in one house. I think Barry Pepper's in that. I really like him. I do too. I do want to see that assign the assignment though. It's Walter Hill, even though his last couple movies have been kind of meh. Uh, such a strange premise that I'm like, I want to check that out. Yeah. Oh, Bruce Dern is also in, uh, and Emil Hirsch is in this uh, Freaks movie. It's oh, it's good. That's Emil Hirsch, not Barry Pepper. Yeah. Yeah, still, I mean, these are name actors. These are not sci-fi original right. things. I, I, I'm sorry, we're ahead of time. I have to go to the bathroom. I'm going to oh. have, a, I'm going to have, a, I have to go. I will need be, my wet, I would wet? love your lime wipes on my butthole. But wet I'm, poop wipes? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got five topics for Rabbit Trail. Okay, well, while you're going, I'll, <laughs> I'll review. Yeah, you review. Okay. I'll be back in a couple minutes. Okay. <clears throat> uh, okay, so while, while our illustrious host of this <laughs> shit show is actually doing exactly that, I will review, um, uh, let's review a couple movies here. Um, hey, Hack-A-Lantern, you know what? I watched Hack-A-Lantern again. Why? Don't know. It was awful. Uh, and uh, I believe the first time I watched it, I'm like, that's not too... Wait a minute. Hopefully that's the right movie. A kindly old grandfather is actually the leader of a mur- murderous satanic cult which sacrifices its victims on Halloween. Sure enough, that's the one. That is the movie I watched from Massacre Video. Um, lots of nudity. Uh, one girl, uh, one lady has a... A tattoo, quote unquote, tattoo of a pentagram on her ass cheek, but it's obviously you can just tell it's a it's a magic marker, so it's a magic marker pentagram. <laughs> um, oh, stupid things happen. Rock bands, like cheesy eighties rock bands, play. Like you can tell, it's like the the director's buddies or whatever. It seems like it at least. Uh, so we get lots of that stuff. Uh, the grandpa is like. Uh, he just reminds me of like Captain Kangaroo. Hey, he's he's the least scary bad guy ever. Um, the uh, it makes no sense, by the way. That just this e- not emo, but this this gothy type metal kid. He's he got a pentagram necklace from his grandpa, so he's a Satanist guy, and he does things. Lifts he lifts weights, and he. Talks shit to his cop brother. And um, then there's a sister. And and then her sister's... The sister has a friend. And I could be wrong, but it seems like they accidentally mixed up the characters in the movie. Because uh, at one point, the what I thought was the sister is kind of hooking up with her brother. I'm like, what? Wait, no. It, it makes no sense. It's... 
Yeah, it makes no sense. But Jag Mund, Mundra directed it. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's something all right. Uh, budget $5,500,000. <laughs> I don't believe that. Not even a second do I believe that. So that's Hack a Lantern. Great title though, and the covers, the cover is just wonderful. Like just, just, just glorious. Um, okay, that's Hack a Lantern. Oh, the Dunwich Horror. Let's uh, talk about that. The Dunwich Horror. Oh, he's back. Uh, um, 1970, um, yeah, based on a, um, uh, Oh, what's his, is based on a book. Um, what's the book? H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, this is actually one that I think Richard Stanley would like to take on. Please, for the love of God, remake this because this movie was fast forwardable. Something about a really kooky, weird man that, uh, starts to befriend a lady because he wants to impregnate her or something because of the old ones, which is these gods or whatever, and he's got a brother that's one of the uh, oh, it's just nothing, just them walking around, and then there's these uber conservative townspeople that hate the guy, and then the special effects in the end get they put a red filter on because that's the other the the old ones coming back and uh, screwing on a. Uh, sacrificial something or other and um what else <laughs> sounds great uh, uh, it's it's 70s but not not hammer horror cool 70s i think you actually watched that movie by the way what is it i didn't i missed the title the dunwich horror yeah you liked that no i i've never seen it before i thought i got the blu-ray from you nope I just bought the Blu-ray. Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm. Th- I, that's not the Wagon Wheel movie. Oh no, that's that's the Devonsville Terror. Oh my bad. How can yes. I fuck that up? The Dunwich yeah, Terror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good uh, movie. Dun- Dunwich what? Horror. Wilbur Wheatley. Uh, I'm Ar- looking it up here. I want to. Arcan. Oh, Miskatonic University, which is kind of cool because a Miskatonic University is in a, a lot of the. H.P. Lovecrafty stories. I think the Unnameable had Miskatonic in it or whatever. And oh, and I, the Necronomicon. I, Everything about this <laughs> should be good, but it's no. I feel like you're right that I did watch this movie, but I, I'm not going to say that I liked it because I don't remember anything of this. But I do remember that title, The Dunwich Horror. Yeah. What the hell There's, did I watch it on? If I didn't get it from you, it may have been streaming at one point. But, I don't. Yeah. I don't remember anything about this movie. No, there's nothing to remember. There, it's just lots of talking and lots of he. The guy is courting the blonde lady because he wants to screw her to bring back the old ones. And on. There's actually a there's the story itself is actually kind of cool, but the execution is very yeah, baby, yeah, eh, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm hitting play on the trailer. I want to see it, <clears throat> if it brings back any memories. Yeah, I rem- I distinctly remember you watching it, and you were like, "Meh." Oh, I mean, um, two minutes ago you said I liked it. Oh, you may have, <laughs> but yet you distinctly remember me going, "Meh." I think more than "meh" on it. This is how this is how it is, folks. This is how yep. it is. <laughs> yep. 
Yep, it's it's uh yeah beehive hairstyles and uh, the plaid pants, eh, but it's not it's not Wicker Man. It's it's kind of culty, but just the fact that their special effect was like a filter or whatever. It's like no, no, I get what you're doing, and the camera flies through the air because that's the the old ones flying through the air. I think I don't. It's already. It's already pooped out of my brain. I don't remember it. But you own it on Blu-ray. Oh, yes. And back on the shelf it went. Yes, because I heard that they're going to discontinue it. So, hee-hee. It's all me. Once they discontinue it, that means it goes up in value that I'll never sell. And then you'll end it. You'll end up owning it sometime. <laughs> so it's actually yours. I'm <laughs> Great. <laughs> a movie that you can't remember that you think I liked, but also was meh on. Yeah. Uh, I'm watching the trailer right now. The cover of it is incredibly cool, by the way. I mean, it's kind of Hammer-esque looking. Yeah. I'm just looking at the trailer. I don't remember yeah. this, dude. I mean, Necronomicon and... and oh, yeah. I was like, this is this is going to be a home run, and instead it was a bunt. <laughs> I wonder if I didn't have this on the roulette. Oh, and it's bodies covered in hieroglyphics? Yeah... It's supposed to be evil-esque, but no. If you want good H.P. Lovecraft to color out of space, there you go. That's that's good. I'll give this one another watch or two, and we'll <laughs> we'll pick up the narrative from we'll, then. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll circle those those old rusty wagons here in a, <laughs> another year you, or was two. Was that the only thing I reviewed? Uh what else did I review? I reviewed something else. Oh, Hack-A-Lantern. I reviewed Hack-A-Lantern again. I watched that again. Awful. It was just... I don't... I, awful. Uh, yeah, I heard the title. Oh, that title's great. That should be awesome. I had the Dunwich Horror on the Roulette in episode 26. Wow. That's pretty cool. That's going back, isn't it? Yeah. Episode 26, The Hollow Horror of Dunwich. <laughs> you had... <laughs> your your uh, roulette was The Hollow Okay, okay, yeah, I remember that one, kinda. That's when we were doing the best horror of, uh, whatever, we did the best horror from 1984-1988. <laughs> That's going back, that's been a while, no wonder I don't yeah. remember it. It was uh, in 2014. <laughs> okay. Wow, that's in that's impressive. Yeah. Huh. So, wrapping up the roulette, it, it, next episode it will be Blood Ride, season, well, season one-ish, and up against Freaks. And... I don't know. With me being off for the next two to three weeks, not off, me working from home, it affords me more time than maybe we can do two episodes a week. Yeah. I thought about calling it the Coronathon, but is that too crass? Hmm. Eh, maybe not right at this moment. It's not too crass, but when the bodies start lying in the streets, it will be. Yep. Okay, let's move on to Rabbit Trail here. I have five topics. Would you like me to read them off and you pick one? Yeah. Okay. Number one, voodoo, now with list options. Number two, movies being pushed back because of coronavirus. Number three, no fantasy movie league. Number four, two apps a week. Do we pursue that? And number five, $20 on demand new releases. Let's start with that one. That one there is, uh, is top of my brain matter right now your thoughts 
I, you know, I've seen both sides of the coin on this one online already where people are like, oh, I'm not spending $20. I get it. I understand. Uh, on the flip side, you know, the, these studios are trying to make a little bit of money at least. So I get why they're doing it. It totally makes sense. And I think it's kind of cool. Um, there are certain movies that I would be willing to drop that money on if my wife would watch it with me. But the only ones that I want to watch, The Invisible Man and The Hunt, she has no interest in. So I'm like, it's cheaper going to the theater and watching it there, which we can't even do that now. But uh, I, personally, I wish that at the very least, if it's only a 48-hour rental, that at least that maybe half of that rental would go towards eventually owning it when it actually comes out like to own on streaming or physical media, whatever, because it is steep for, you know, for what it is. Now I, I think that trolls movie is going to be released for 20 bucks for a couple of days. And I'm like, well, now that's something if I watch that with wife and kids, if you would consider that to be something that I would have gone to see in the theater, I'm like, that's pretty decent. Five bucks a person. Um, so I'm, I don't know. I'm, I wonder how they're, they're going to navigate this. Like, is this going to be the next, the new norm, which with the movies being pushed back, which is another topic that you had with the, them being pushed back. I wonder if they're going to do this more and more with the smaller movies. This just, let's see if we can make some money on streaming. I agree with just about everything that you said, but there's another aspect in there that I, I feel personally needs to be figured in. I get why they do the 20 bucks because you might have five people sitting there watching it. Yeah, I get it. That makes sense. Uh, also like you, if it's something I'm going to watch with the family, I have no problem paying the 20 bucks. If it's, I don't know, two Blumhouse movies this weekend, mm-hmm. how much money do they give to their people to make those movies? Fucking yeah. peanuts, man. They make those movies for four and five and six bucks or six million bucks. Yeah. And now you want 20? Like, I'm not having a group watch party of the hunt. That's just going to be the one guy. Uh, yeah, and I you might run into that. I'm not saying I want I want the rental price on an opening weekend to be five bucks or something, but twenty bucks you're going to charge me less than that to own it digitally in a yeah. couple of months. What the hell? Uh, so oh, oh, let's in that same vein, or is it Avatar, Ready Player One, movies that cost a hundred fifty, two hundred, three hundred million dollars to make? I'm a little okay then dropping 20 bucks to check it out in my yeah. own home in these particular circumstances. I, and maybe that's just the movie freaking me going, ah, Blumhouse is so damn cheap. Um, and I get it. Those movies both look good. I want to see them, but 20 bucks. Yeah. I would say like, I would be, I would be chomping at the bit for Friday night, the hunt, $10. I would pay 10 bucks for that. Definitely. Yeah. But twenty, especially if there is no, there is no future owning, because I think that that would be a great incentive. That, if, no, that's if, a great point. If you could somehow transfer some of that to, uh, if you pay this twenty bucks on this advance weekend, then in the then if you go to buy it, you will get you know you only yeah. have to pay three bucks to own it. Yeah, I, I, and I would do that. I I, I want to support movies. I don't want you know I want Hollywood to still make movies. And th- this is not a good climate right now. So if this is how they're going to do it for a little bit, I'm I'm on board. But I wish that they would come up with some, I don't know, some all maybe almost a la carte type of things that that it would entice me more because I do a lot of I I get a lot of digital movies at this point, and I would totally like 
I have a feeling that The Hunt and The Invisible Man are movies that I will eventually own on my voodoo. But not dropping twenty dollars now and then another ten or fifteen later, I'm like, no, that's that's not even worth a that's thirty five bucks or whatever. That's not even worth a UHD disc. <laughs> If you were a normal person, I would believe what you're saying. But you just reviewed Hack a Lantern and the Dunwich Horror, uh-huh, both, uh-huh. both of which that you dropped oh, too yeah, much oh, money, that, too much money yeah. on. And I can tell you how much I uh, Dunwich Horror was twenty dollars, and Hack a Lantern that was a limited slipcover edition, which is out of print. Uh, that was at least twenty twenty five dollars. But I mean, try and find it anywhere. I I have it. <laughs> Yeah, and they have the Invisible Man in the Hunt digital, so uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> you will pay for it. <laughs> uh, I, I, but, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that's a great idea, though, to put the credit towards the possible purchasing. That's that's cool. Yeah. I didn't think of that. Do you think that, that this is going to be become a thing? Like, I think I could see it becoming a thing with the smaller independents like Blumhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely more that than... The big studios. I yeah. I could see it definitely becoming a thing with the studios as well, but just, uh, they're so stuck in their ways. They're going to ride this one out. They'd rather move movies right now than start making money off them. Yeah. Because they yeah, know once, mean, once they put out a digital copy, it's out there on the web and everybody's got it for free. Yep, I know. Yeah. So, and that's where, where at least some of these, I guess, can be kind of sort of write-offs. I mean, I think the is Invisible Man, I think that that's probably... Cleared. They they are making some money on that, but the hunt, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't made for much. But man, it didn't do good in its opening weekend, and it's done now, pretty much. Really? So, uh, I mean, I think it made five million. So it, maybe it made back its budget, but there's, I, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, it's just interesting times we live in. I'm very, very curious if all of a sudden there's going to be a glut of these, you know, lower budget horror movies that we were, that, you know, we're going to be coming out in the theater that now it's, here's your rental, but $20 is that steep. Yep. And I have other friends that's, that on the internet that have been like, that's nothing. I mean, normal ticket price here is 17 bucks. Yeah, that's uh, true. Oh. Like, but here it's not. Here we're yeah. still pushing around 10, 11 dollars. So. And that's an evening show that I would never go to. I, you know, yeah. I'm doing matinees and shit. So 20 bucks. Uh, again, it better be, you t- I, I don't want to say Star Wars because I'd probably pay more for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, or even Fast and the Furious. Like uh, that, I would be dropping 20 bucks for that. Yep. Um, I just wonder how summer is going to go. Like how I, I like I can't imagine that. And by the time this episode uh, is out, out there, I would be surprised if uh, Black Widow has not been moved because that's the next big tentpole movie that is still slated for release. That's the next one. I mean, at this point, Fast and Furious has moved, and so has Bond. I'm well aware because I'm in the middle of a fantasy movie league draft right now, uh, and. It was, I have the second pick, and I was going to go for Black Widow, but I'm so afraid that it's going to move, and I was going to lose my number one pick overall, that I went with Maverick. Yeah, I, I that was a good choice. Because it's later in the summer, and I I think enough. I think that's a round one I think that's a very, very possible capper. Yeah. Yeah, but I just, I, I have the feeling that Black Widow is not, the, like, the MCU, Disney is not going to be the ones that, like, Oh, 
now we're going to have the hordes descend on the theater again. I have a feeling that it, maybe some smaller movies might trickle out first, but I could, I don't know. I, 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 don't I, know. I tried to go look up a list of, of the movies that are moving and I found so many that it wasn't even worth making a list. Like everything is moving. It's, it's mm-hmm. wild, which it I'm, I'm still like... a little bummed that we're not going to do the fantasy movie league. Like, yeah, I have two separate leagues, but the, uh, the other side, but cause I think it's, it could still be interesting with us chasing our tails, trying to find fill-ins for all this shit, oh, but it's going to be nothing but fill-ins. Yeah. Yeah. If that even, I mean, I, I just wonder if they shut theaters down for several months, I, I mean, are we looking at August? I, I don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows. We've never seen anything like this. I'm 40 years old. I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. And, there are so many people that I, I'm not, I guess we should talk about it a little bit. Our thoughts on this, on this whole uh, pandemic thing. Yeah. Uh, just so people know where we stand. I, let me go first, but uh, I'm not freaking out. I'm not having a meltdown. I'm not buying military grade food to stock in my basement. Uh, but I'm sitting back and going, well, this is, different we've never quite ever seen anything like this i'm 40 i've never i've i've lived through the h1n1 pig flu whatever the hell and and sars and bird flu and y2k and i know none of those things turned out to be something but i didn't get worried until the government said hey hey don't worry that's when i was like okay now i'm a little worried because that's exactly what you would say in a stand type scenario. Uh-huh. At, I've seen that movie. I've seen that shit show. You're not going to tell us when it's the bad one. You aren't going to say shit. It is going to be, let's not let, let's not make everybody panic. So when, you know, it's one thing to say, well, we're hell handling in, we're working on these situations, da, 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 but when he comes out and goes, yeah, don't worry about this. Don't, it, it's fine. Don't worry. That's when I go, okay, now, now that makes me worry. <laughs> But yeah. I'm not freaking out about it. We're not, I mean, what's going to happen with the movie theaters? I, I've, have you ever, you're a little older than me. Have you ever seen bars and restaurants closed down? Never. Never. I, that's, it's, it's wild. It's yeah, wild. And it is. And you're not quite in the heart of the villain as I am. Uh, but they mm. still think it's a hoax. They, they still think it's a, it's a, it's a Democrat hoax. And I'm like, how did we get all of the other, governments of the world to go along with oh they're all out to get him oh, really Good we got Lord. we got italy to shut down because they're out to get him yep and the media it's the media's problem i see more yep. complaints about the media in my facebook feed than i yeah. see about this yeah but, oh yeah so, i have certain facebook acquaintances that uh oh they're pissed off about this and you're wrecking the economy and blah blah blah, blah. And I, I which i don't want to get too much into that but it's like i they got to do something and trump you know, he obviously waited too long and he, as, as expected, he's handled this terribly. Uh, I, we've never, yep. never seen anything like this. And I just, the whole let's keep partying and going on like nothing's happening is for the birds, in my opinion. Like, have you seen the pictures of the beaches in Florida? Oh, tons of people out partying and having a good old time and unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. I, I really don't. And, you know, I don't know. My family is in Florida right now because they, well, they are every year at this time yeah. for a month and a half. And I mean, my sister's like, Hey, I got, I got tickets for me and all the kids for 200 bucks. Let's go. And I was no. And almost every day for the last week, I've had them or my parents pushing me 
to send the kids down. No, and I'm, I wouldn't. I'm just, I, no. Why, why do you keep pushing this? Ah, it's no big deal. It's had a blow over. It's nothing. You know, that's exactly what they want you to, th- I, maybe it will be nothing and that'll be yeah. great. But what but if in the it's meantime, not? <laughs> yeah, what if it's not? In the meantime, I want to take care of my family and I, I, I mean, we're, yeah, we're not doing the whole hoarding thing, but we're, we're stocked up pretty nice and we're going to hunker down and, but. And then I look over at my tiny little man closet here. Okay. And I don't have my movie collection up here. I, I'll sometimes, have you been in this room? I don't think so. <clears throat> you might've been at one point, but it would have been many years ago. This room is, is about eight by 10. It's a, when I say man closet, it's a closet that uh, there's no way I could keep my, my movie collection in here. It's in 10 tubs in the basement. Okay. The only thing that's up here is stuff that I'm worried about mildew. So are my VHSs are all upstairs or, uh, the ones that I'm done with are stored upstairs. So I don't have to worry about mildew. My Blu-rays are all up here and any of my DVDs that are valuable and anything that's on my two watch pile. Okay. So I've got about a 10th of my movie collection up here. There are so many fucking movies in this room. It's unbelievable. Uh, hundreds of VHS tapes that I bought, haven't watched yet. Do you think you'll be okay? Can you stay at home for a while? I'll be fine. I'll be just yeah. fine. Don't worry. <laughs> I've been prepping mm-hmm. for this for 35 years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've got stacks of movies that I'm ready to watch. And I've got, as I said earlier in the show, I've got copious amounts of alcohol. It's oh. just. And the kids are off school for three weeks. It, oh. oh, don't worry. I'm going to, sh- we'll be watching lots and lots of movies. Yep. Oh, yeah. I, I personally think that uh, the the school system is done for the year. I think that they're going to let this ride out and it's going to be summer vacation. But I, Man, but how are they going to finish up? Like, uh, So next year, my kids are still going to be in second and kindergarten? Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I know. So many questions that we don't know because we've never faced anything like this. Mm-hmm. At least we have a responsible, calm... No, don't. I, yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't. I know. Uh, next topic. Uh, voodoo now with list options. We already talked about movies being pushed, more or less. Yeah, uh, Voodoo Now with list options. How about that? I like that. I think that's long overdue. I'm actually a bit surprised that it took them that long to get that up. Uh, you know, there's people out there that have... Well, I've got hundreds of movies on there. There's people that have thousands of movies on there. So, it's kind of a no-brainer. I am surprised that it took that long. What about you? Uh, a little surprised it took that long, but that got to be a hell of a programming thing, a uh, 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 effort to put that together. And it was funny because I found out about it. Uh, <laughs> I clicked over to Voodoo in my office, which is your Voodoo. Um, uh-huh. and I hadn't been on either of our Voodoos in a while. I was like, oh, well, let's see if Eugene got anything recently. And it said, now with lists. And you had already made a couple of lists. I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Immediately I yeah. went to uh, my computer and started making lists. Um which uh, we obsessively are going to do the OCD and that, and both of us uh-huh. just goes goes hog wild. Uh, <laughs> um, I think it's great. I think it's awesome. I haven't really messed with it on my own Voodoo, like on the Roku, so I don't quite know how it looks on there with the lists that I've made. Um, but yeah, I think it's pretty sweet. I it, finally some way to organize this shit. I mean, they had their minor ways of recently purchased and yeah. A through Z and stuff. But with people like us where I have pushing 300 movies on there. Yeah. 
it it takes a while to scroll down to whatever, and it's real annoying that it goes Jurassic Park 1, Jurassic Park 3, Jurassic Park The uh-huh. Lost World, Jurassic Park Fallen mm-hmm. Kingdom. Where's Part 2? Oh, you gotta scroll down to the L's to get... Like, yep, it just irritates world. me that those aren't beside each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's... I've, I think I've talked about it before on the show, too. I absolutely hate it when sequels do not have a have a different word in front of them. It's not Prom Night 2. What's the title of that film? Hello, Mary Lou. Son of a bitch. I want to put things in alphabetical order, but I can't put that in alphabetical order. I put that <laughs> next to Prom Night. Oh, it just ugh, drives me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I, 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 My voodoo is the exact same way. For Lost World, it's way... You have to scroll way down... It's not in the not same anymore. spot. Not anymore. Yeah. This guy made a folder. Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. They're in there. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to pro- I actually did a Star Wars Star Trek list. And I'm going to start doing, you know, probably genres like here's my slasher genre. Here's, you know, this. Did and this you and do, this. did, did you do anything on mine? Huh? Did you make any folders on mine? Because when I went to mine, it automatically had Star Wars. No, kind of mine had Star Wars as okay. well. Okay. So that must just, I just be a thing. Okay. I didn't I didn't make a, a separate folder for that. I I didn't make a separate one for Star Trek either. I just made a sci-fi one, but then again, I'm the sci-fi guy, you're the horror guy. And my microphone keeps automatically turning itself down, so my Oh, that should be fun to edit. Uh, it's not that big a deal, but it's just why why do you keep doing this? It might uh, I bet I know why. It's because of Skype. I was Skyping with the parents in Florida and they did, they were like, your mic sounds all weird. So I changed the mic to this mic and I'll bet it's auto adjusting. Oh, automatically adjust microphone settings. No, thank you. I will control the microphone, bitch. There we go. Um, I got a little bit of time. I would like to do another thing that I forgot to bitch about. Okay. Would you like to listen to that? Oh, sure. Let's <laughs> bitch says part two, three-ish, actually, at this point. <laughs> Whatever. The bitch show. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the other day, how did this all start? Oh, yes. It was when school was still in session. Addie came down, and she goes, I'm sorry, but I'm running late, and you're going to have to take me to school. She would have had time to make the bus, but she just woke up and came down. And she would have had to run out the door in three minutes. And it was, it was a day that I was home for whatever reason. I said, it's fine. I'll, <clears throat> I'll take you to school. But what happened? She, I mean, there's a lot of things I've complained about her, or whatever. She's very prompt. She gets herself ready. Sometimes mostly too noisily, but her being tardy, she freaks out when that happens. And I'm, it's happened so little that I, kiddo, you're going to be late once in a while. Just relax. It's not that big a deal. And she's so rarely ever late that don't worry about it. But why didn't you wake up? Well, my alarm was off. My clock was off. My lights are off. Like, okay, that's weird. And then the boys had come down and said, oh, they, they can't turn their lights on either. And then my wife came down and said, yeah, the electricity's off. I'm like, no, it's not. I'm down here. Electricity's on. Three rooms upstairs were without electricity. Like, okay, so we've got a breaker flipped, right? That's the first thing you think. Yeah. 
go down in the basement, no breakers are flipped. So I come back upstairs like, that's odd. Can't find the breaker, whatever. So I'm going to flip all of them. Flip all of them, which is annoying because then you get to go around the whole house and turn everything back on. Three rooms upstairs, no power. Oh boy. So now I'm like, what the hell? How am I going to find what power cord goes up from the basement? My wife goes, wait a minute, there's something wrong with this outlet. So I go and look and this outlet is, the cover is a little melted and part of the outlet is black. Okay, here's probably our problem. All our power is coming through here and the outlet went bad. So I go to take the cover off and I'm a little, I've I've got some electrical prowess. I I go to pull the, the outlet out a little bit. Sparks start flying everywhere. That should flip a breaker. It does not. Fl- it does not flip the breaker. I could have died. So I went downstairs, found the breaker, flipped it off, came upstairs, tested it, replaced it. It was really fucking hard to do, and nobody seems to really give a shit at how hard it was to do what I did. Uh, but all of the power for three rooms is running through that damn one outlet. And I'm not going to get into all the technicals of it, but when I pulled that outlet out and there were four wires on uh, on all sides of it, I was like, you dumb sons of bitches. <laughs> right away, I was like, you mother... Oh, that pisses me off. But anyway, living in an old house, yay! Oh, but anyway, I fixed it, and it is now perfectly 100% safe and up to code. The outlet was melted. There was so much of a sparking and flaring and fire in there that the wires were discolored enough that I could barely tell what wires were what. Oh, that's like, not good. That's dangerous. No, that's it's amazing the house didn't burn down. And I don't know when it happened sometime in the middle of the night. Because house for sale. House hey. for sale. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, recently watched. Okay. Uh, I mean, do you want, I reviewed a couple movies already. You want to take a swing at it? Uh, if you want me to, I will, but... Okay, let's see here. Uh, real, I'll do a double header here real quick, okay? How's that All sound? All right. Uh, let's start with Aliens. Director's Cut. I had teased this uh, too many episodes ago, and I kept forgetting to get around to it, but we've been busy doing all these top tens and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, watched with Addison... And if you recall, she did not care for Alien. She watched it at her dad's, and she fell asleep halfway through, and was generally bored by it. And I don't blame her. At the time she did, she was maybe 13 or 14. That's, I don't think that's unreasonable. I, Aliens was my first Alien film. I didn't watch the, the first one until I had watched the second one many times. I said, kiddo, you got to give this one a chance. I'm telling you, it's different. It's not, it's not like the first one. The tone is different. It's not just one alien. It's not like a, the slasher situation. Just, and she, uh, grumble, mumble, mumble. And it took me months and months and months. Finally, the time has come. You're going to sit down and watch this shit. And we sat down and watched the Blu-ray director's cut of Aliens. Nice. And when it was over, she, these are her word for word first comments she goes (laughs) so when was this made and i go well it was made in well it came out in what 86 so it was made in like 85 so it had been uh five to seven years what the original was 79 so it had been six years after the original well why does it 
why is it why does it look and feel so different? Well, it's a different director, and he wanted to go for more action instead of just like the uh, slasher horror feel. Huh? Like what, what? But I mean, did you like it or not? And she goes, "That was that was really good." So mm. she, I, I was shocked, but she was like, "That was that was really cool." She was like, "That was way better than the original." Like, okay, yeah. It's all right, kiddo. I, th- I thought the same thing for many years, and eventually I came around to appreciating the original, but I'm also older than her, obviously. Uh, and the first one does have such a 70s filmmaking tone. Yes, it does. The, whereas Aliens 2, Aliens, is just balls-to-the-wall action and, and suspense, and oh, man, it's that scene where they enter the base, and... And they're just finding melted bits of floor. There's a whole group of them, so you kind of feel a little safe, but you also feel so terrified because... And you don't know what's around the corner, Uh and shit's dripping. One of the greatest scenes in cinema history right there. I love it. So good. So I'm happy to report that she very much liked that. Am I going to push three and four on her? Maybe we'll wait till she wants to get into there. But um, anyway... Uh, next up, 21 Bridges. This was one that I wanted to check off the list for 2019, and it was something that I just happened to have access to, so, eh, why not? I wasn't, like, falling over myself to check it out, but I still wanted to check it out. And it was a good movie. It's a action thriller. It's, it's totally worth checking out. Good cops, bad cops, uh, wrongfully accused whodunit kind of thing. I mean, it's a little bit by the numbers, Totally watchable. Totally watchable. And you, I, I guarantee you'd have the same review as me. You know, there's not one minute to be bored in here. And Chadwick Boseman. Okay. He's do, a great actor. Do you need any yeah. more? Do you, I mean, I mean, he's great. He's freaking great. That, nothing else to say. It's totally watchable. Check it out. Cool. Did it seem like uh, a theatrical... Um, like oh, kind yeah. Of off, oh, yeah. Off-season type movie that... Kind of, I don't know, kind of like the uh, American Assassin. That, Yep, absolutely. Okay. Yep. Cool. I'll have to check that out then. Uh, back to you. Uh, in Fabric. Have, uh, I didn't talk about In Fabric last episode, correct? In, I don't think so. Let me check. From director Peter Strickland? No. Okay. He also made uh, Barbarian Sound Studio, which I did not much care for. That was a roulette that I had a while ago. Mm-hmm. However, In Fabric is a whole other beast. Uh, this lady goes to a department store, which is, spoiler alert, I guess, fairly obviously run by a coven of witches. And she gets this red dress. And the dress is cursed. And it does witchy things. Um, it, everything about this movie is off, but in a, in the best way possible. Like, it's almost like it's set in an, I hate to say alternate reality, but kind of. Like, it's, it has a very much a giallo feel to it, but it's just, I guess, I guess I could say like, uh, the Suspiria uh, remake. It has that sort of feel where it's just off. Like, but in a good way. Um, I really liked this movie. It's certainly not for everybody. 
Uh, it's really weird. It's long. It's like two hours long. Um, another spoiler alert, uh, halfway through the movie, it, it shifts characters pretty abruptly to where you're introduced to a kind of sort of different storyline. Oh, just thinking about, oh, it's awkward and uncomfortable and, <laughs> oh, men and, ah, uh, it's weird, but good. How much did I, I gave it three and a half, but I would be pushing four on that. I, I like my weird movies and <laughs> this, this one here, it's, um, it's not quite as brilliant as Color Out of Space, which I adored, but it is in that realm of very artsy, cool, quirky, but not emo-y, hip type. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. No, I have no idea what you're talking no, about. No. Oh, and this thing, this, this dress, oh, it, it just, it, it is really good at completely destroying washing machines. It doesn't like being in the washer. Mm-mm. <laughs> It, uh, it has an aversion to that. And so, oh, washers get their comeuppance in this thing. <laughs> Perfect. But good move. This is actually one that I bought. I, I would have bought the Voodoo code, uh, cause I, I actually own this digital, but I, uh, the, the Amazon version is the NC17 unrated version, whereas all the other streaming platforms just have the R-rated version. So it was the same price. And typically I would, I mean, this didn't transfer over to Voodoo, unfortunately, but I'm like, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy the R-rated one. Sorry. So it's, it's on my Amazon, which I know you don't have that, but, um, yeah. Can you, can you, can you link your Amazon and your Voodoo? Yes, you can, but this is one that's non-transferable. This is like, oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And there is a Blu-ray of it, but it's the R-rated version. I'm like, really? That's okay. So. Amazing marketing there. Uh, I'm here just waiting to give you my money, Disney. Where's my black hole, Blu-ray? I'm waiting to give you my money, but you don't want it. So, all right. Uh, Do a GoFundMe. Do do one of those kind of sites. You only have to make as many copies as uh, you need. You don't have to, well, we have to mass produce it if we're going to put it out there. Actually, In Fabric is a uh, movie on demand. Like, it's on a burnt Blu-ray disc. Another reason why I'm like, I, if it would have been the unrated version, I would have bought it. But I'm like, I, you're, you're selling a, B, a Blu-ray, a burnt Blu-ray. This is the studio, A24. You're selling a burnt Blu-ray, which is fine, but you're charging $20 and there's no special features and it's the R-rated cut. I'm like, I, strikes one, two, and three, I guess. No. Yeah. I'll just, I bought the Amazon version for seven bucks. So it's like they actively want to kill physical media. Uh, it is. <laughs> it is. And the way it's going, it's like they actively want to kill the theater, too. Yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, back uh, to you. No, we're oh. doing double headers. Go ahead. Oh, oh okay. Um, uh, let's see here. This, that was a newer movie. Um, there was a couple that I wanted to... Oh, Jumanji, The Last Level. Let me review this real quick to to spare you two hours of your life. Um, I saw the trailer. I figured I already spared myself two hours. Did you watch the other one? No. Okay. (laughs) I'm I'm, kind of done with cutesy rock. I don't want cutesy rock. I'm still mad that we never got Arnold rock. That's what I wanted. That's what we were promised back in the day. That's what we were sold. Yeah. He's going to be the new Arnold. 
Yeah. Uh, mm. G, rated G, PG. PG, yep. Well, unfortunately, even Hobbs and Shaw, it's like, it's still that PG-13-y type rock. But uh, this is, I, I for what it's worth, I enjoyed the first Jumanji re... Well, I guess it's part two, I guess. But the, the one that came out a couple years ago, it was okay for a big budget, generic, tentpole movie. This, on the other hand, I, I the credits rolled, and I literally I couldn't tell you a thing about the movie. I my wife and I tried to watch it, and I felt we both fell fast asleep an hour into it, and we just kind of both kind of groggily woke up and we're like, we're done. Let's just go to bed. So we went up to bed, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna rewind it to where we I assume that we started to doze off. I'm like, oh, here it is, okay. And she was in brushing her teeth as I was like, okay, I'm gonna kind of try to get caught up. She walks in fast asleep. <laughs> Fast asleep. So I'm like, oh, this is now officially relegated to the treadmill. And oh, just angry. Just (gasps) 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 wee woo, wee woo. And oh, Kevin Hart jokes. And it's not funny. It's not funny at all, you see. Oh, the rocket. Of course. Here's the biggest downfall of this movie is unlike the other one, the rock and Kevin Hart, which they are funny, um, they are old people. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not funny. It's it's not funny at all. Especially Kevin Hart, who I think is really funny. Here he is. Um, I'm oh, too old for this shit. Isn't it him or Danny DeVito? Uh, no, no, I'm too old for this shit. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? I'm completely drawing a blank here. Uh, not uh, Danny Glover. There you go. And, and he just talks like this. So and I'm like, I that's not how Kevin Hart talks. It it was annoying and not funny and. Then there's a horse that's involved, and the horse is a, a character. Oh. And then cue up giant CGI scene where nobody's real, because that's what the trailer yeah. looked like. Yeah, yes. I, there was a generic bad guy, and he was so generic. I'm like, I he has a beard, and he looks like a reject from Game of Thrones, I guess, and I, that's his shtick. Oh, it was, it was bad. $300 million. Who, who's, well, here I am. Oh, saying, we, who know, paid, who, we know who's going to see this movie. <laughs> our parents that's yes. that's what what's starting now yeah two please oh, yes oh generic oh generic okay there you go i like I, that rock fellow yeah he's he's funny he's amusing and this was yeah this was very fr- family safe yeah it uh even Jack i wasn't Black. offended by anything in this movie yeah it is as vanilla bland as you can possibly get I mean, I suppose, what's her name? Karen Gillan, whatever? Gillian. She's Gillian. Uh, uh, She's in the Avengers movies. She's, oh, she's hot. <laughs> she's the blue, the blue chick in the Avengers movies. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, she was, I liked her. Um, oh, Nick Jonas. That's who that was. Nick Jonas is in this from the Jonas Brothers. <sighs> oh, and it just, oh, I, 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 quit, I, I give me a headache. <laughs> you picked, I'm done. You picked this to talk about. Okay, uh, I want to do two new movies that I've watched since I'm checking off new movies, or at least semi-recent, or maybe too recent that I shouldn't have access to them. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. I watched this mm-hmm. one, and it's no secret that I am the resident Kevin Smith fan on the show. <clears throat> uh, this was about as expected. I quite enjoyed it, and I I love to see anything that he does that revolves around his Jersey films. And that's a very 
singular line through his uh, most of his films because uh, it involves the same characters more than just Jay and Silent Bob. They had uh, almost every character from the previous films come back and play at least some kind of cameo or bit part, which was fantastic. The Ben Affleck scene in this, he's he's reprising his role from Chasing Amy, but the stuff that he talks about is more about current day life Ben Affleck stuff. Unbelievable. You remember that scene in JCVD where he just straight up talks to the camera? Awesome. That's, Love that scene. That's how good this Ben Affleck scene was in this movie. It's it's like that. So like the whole movie is almost worth it for that one scene. And it was added in later. Uh, this is the movie that brought him and Kevin back into friendship. Um, I lo- I, I'm not going to say I loved it, but it had moments that I loved. And it was... The best thing he's done in, in years, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm more, uh, uh, reachable with him when it comes to that Jersey stuff. Cause that's what I love. That's the, the shit that I love. And I, I, I hate to tell him, Hey, just keep doing that shit. You know, but you know, I understand he's got to spread his wings and do other things. Can't just stay in that same, you know, rotation wheelhouse, that whole world yeah. forever. Uh, would you like it? The answer to that question is. Yes. No. Would, would you like it right now? The answer to that question is no. Uh, you will like this movie when you go on a Kevin Smith tear. So if you want to go sit down and I, cause I know how you are. I'm in a Kevin Smith tear. You're going to sit down and go right through the filmography. Let's go clerks, mall rats, you know, clerks too, yada, yada, yada. You're not going to rewatch all of them, but if you're going to go rewatch all of the Jersey movies, chasing Amy dogma, if you would, cap this movie off with uh, uh, on that runaround, then yes, you would quite enjoy this movie because you would get all the references. You would get all the characters. If you just go watch this now, you're not going to like it. Just telling you right now, you're not going to hate it as much as uh, the last one that we didn't like. Um, it's oh, not the, it's, it's yoga it's, hosers. It's not like yoga hosers at all. <clears throat> so, I mean, I suppose if you watched it now, you would be like, yeah, it was amusing. But you're, you would appreciate it way more if you went back and rewatched all those movies in a close proximity so you, you know, got all the references. Uh, next up. When does this episode drop? Uh, that'll be all right. Uh, Bloodshot, starring Vin Diesel. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, we also know I'm the comic book guy on the show, and I'm glutton for anything, and, you know, Valiant comics has yet to make their way onto the scene. As far as I know, this is their first shot at it. And this is one of their titular characters. Uh, I don't know much about it, uh, but it's also Vin Diesel, and he's kind of got that Fast and Furious triple X thing with him wherever he goes, so I'll check it out. And you know, it it's getting a lot of hate, but it's, for me, I, knowing nothing about Bloodshot, I have no idea if this is accurate to the books or anything. Um, I'm aware of the character. I've got a couple of books, but I don't know anything about the history. I, you know, if you go in for those triplex and fast and furious and stupid ass Vin Diesel, Vin Diesley things, you could do far worse. I, I, it was pretty painless. I like, I liked it more than a couple of other similar movies that I've disliked in the last couple of years, like, um, Assassin's Creed. I liked it better than mm. that. While that was okay, this was at least amusing, and when it was 
bad. It was at least bad amusing, you know? He's getting blown up and the sci-fi of it all is just, like, ridiculous. But in an amusing way. And then, you know, the... Sure, they're having this giant falling fight down a skyscraper for 20 minutes. And you're like, well, but those guys aren't enhanced. Why is it their limbs aren't getting ripped off when they drop 20 stories and grab a ledge? It's, it's the it's the torque of it all, sir. You just kind of let that go, and it's 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 good bad. That's the best I'll give it. it it's it's good bad. I own far worse films on Blu-ray. Will this be on my Blu-ray shelf? Yep, I'll get it for a couple <laughs> bucks. I'll pop it on there. Be one I pop in every now and then. It's got some interesting ideas and good action, hot tricks. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool sci-fi, uh, special effects, and it's fine. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to go overboard. Is it? Uh, is it the D plus C minus that everybody else is saying? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and Perfect. also, also, I think you would say the same thing. You're like, eh, ninety minutes in and out, breezy, some flashy things. Eh, it was painless. <laughs> And Vin Diesel, doing his Vin Diesel thing. He's got two modes. It's, uh, uh, Stuckman said it best. He, he whispers his dialogue. Or, you don't know who I am! Uh huh. <laughs> Acting with Vin Diesel. <laughs> okay, back to you. Uh, where are we at on time here? Last round. Okay. <clears throat> uh,. Watched an interesting movie last night. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm still mulling it over, and it might take a second viewing at some point to really give a full review on. But this is Jonathan Glazer's 2004 Birth, starring Nicole Kidman. Oh, uh, yeah, and uh, uh, Anne Hache is in this. Peter Stormare. Uh, Denny Houston, great cast, great acting, great directing. Um, however, this movie is always and forever going to be in the shadow of, uh, Glazer's excellent under the skin, which is this, but just ramped up even more. Um, I remember when this came out in the theaters and it did not do good, but I remember seeing the trailer and being like, why would anybody watch this? This looks Terrible. I thought the same. Yeah, but but, um, you, but you watched it. I did just because <laughs> I, because that director is under the skin is such a great movie. And then this was actually this was on sale on uh, on Vudu for not much. And I'm like, you know what? I I've been wanting to watch this, and it is good. I I, I liked it. It is very uncomfortable, like Under the Skin was. Nicole Kidman is. Excellent in this. Actually, the acting is fantastic in this. I'm not sure how I feel about the end uh, because they, I don't know. I, something about the end didn't really work for me. But the ominous, like, is basically it's about this. This Nicole Kidman's husband is out jogging. This is a spoiler for the very beginning of the movie, and he, I believe, he has a heart attack and he dies. And at that very moment, a baby is born. We jump 10 years later and this now young boy claims to be the reincarnation of her deceased husband. And she is now getting remarried uh, and it opens up a whole can of 
worms. Uh, I remember no one... this trailer. I remember thinking, oh no, are they going to do some weird, awkward, uh, I'm attracted to the kid kind of thing? Oh, and they do. <laughs> they, they do. It's it's uh, awkward and uncomfortable. and I mean, they never really, really go for it, but it's still icky. The whole movie's icky, uh, much like Under the Skin. There's long, long... Yeah, but I don't want pedophile icky. I'm okay yeah, with is... alien, alien rapey icky I can maybe deal with. Yeah. They never really... I mean, they they skitter on there a little bit. Um, it's, a, it's a very... I will say this. It's a very unique movie. Uh, and I, I really like this guy's directing style. I wish he would do more. He's like... Sexy Beast, Birth, and Under the Skin, I believe, are the only three movies that he's made. He's made a ton of short films. He did Sexy Beast? Yeah. That's been on my list to watch again. I don't own it. Me too! It it just keeps coming up in podcasts where people are talking about it and doing lines from it. And I'm like, I need to see that again. I remember really liking it. I just, it's been years. Same here. So, it's in my voodoo. If you ever want to give this one a watch, I don't know where you would fall on it. it I will say that uh, it's weird to watch a movie where Peter Stormare is actually not a complete, complete greasy, sleazy scumbag. Or Satan. <laughs> so, there All you right. go. Uh, it sounds like you're describing the trailer to me. It sounds like everything it I is. thought in the trailer was... Well, yeah. It, it's exactly that. So, I... I normally, I normally would not watch something like this, but because of the director, I gave it a shot. And I am glad I did it. I think I gave it three stars, but it's certainly not near as good as Under the Skin. Okay. And lastly, um, I I would like to hold off on this, but I've got to talk about the first half season of The Outsider. And this is the uh, Stephen King, uh, based on the Stephen King novel that came out a couple of years ago, which I think is probably Stephen King's best work in years. I loved The Outsider. And, uh, thus far, I am happy to report that this is, this is just phenomenal. It's, 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 um, true detective, uh, but with a supernatural bent to it. Um, it's, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. And Ben Mendelsohn is the, uh, lead in, in this. He plays Ralph Anderson, which was obviously he's like the main character of the book. Um, Everybody, the acting is so great in this, and the it literally thus far, and it's been a couple of years since I read the book, but thus far, this is almost identical to the book. Like lots of Stephen King adaptations, they take liberties with the source material, but not here. I'm like, no, this is. I mean, the timeline is a little bit different, and they're doing that as a more cinematic. Like there's some major things that happen in the beginning, but the way that it is. Filmed or the the order of it is, I think, a bit different than the book, but it works in a more cinematic way. Uh, it's great, and the thing is, I I'm assuming it's going to go the way that the book does, and which is like, oh, but I don't know. It they might completely change the ending. They I, I don't know, but I they're just now at episode five. Now we're getting into a bit more, I mean, spoiler, but they're getting into a bit more supernatural type goings-ons. But, oh, it's so good. And Jason Bateman is in this uh, for a little bit, and he also directed some of the episodes. And it's, I'm like, damn, the guy can direct it too. He's great. Well, didn't he direct a bunch of that uh, uh, Ozark show? I thought oh, that, I think he did. I think that yeah. was his baby. Maybe not. I, I could be wrong. 
he is such a great actor, uh, and he plays this part, which is a very, very crucial part of the book. He plays it so good, and I would like to say a little bit more, but this is so up your alley that I'm like, I, I don't want to spoil anything. I want to keep it as vague as possible, but it's one that I have found, even though I read the book, I know what's happening, you got to really, really pay attention because it's a detective type thing. So there is just little tiny slivers of things happening that you got to pay attention to that as this whole story is slowly opening up. But it's fantastic. I highly recommend it, and it is one that I will own the Blu-ray of when it is released. Okay, well, as soon as it's released on Blu-ray, get that, and then immediately punch in your voodoo code so I can watch it. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay. Uh, just enough time for me another round, and we'll wrap this up. Spencer Confidential. It's a Netflix mm. original, directed by Peter Berg, starring Mark Wahlberg, Winston Duke, Alan Arkin... Eliza Schlesinger, Bokeem Woodbine, Mark Marin, Post Malone. <sighs> this is one of those instances where, you know, there's some pretty good marriages on Netflix. And if this is what Peter Berg is going to do with Netflix, I'm, I'm game. I'm game for this. I, I, I didn't, I didn't love it. It's not a 10 or something like that, I, it, but entertaining at an hour and 51 minutes. I get out of my shoot. Get out of here. I'm trying to watch a movie. Like get out of here. Every ah dinner, dinner, dinner. Feed yourselves. Leave me alone. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I I want to watch this. I want to continue watching this. Please go away. Uh, it is a like action comedy, and Peter Berg doesn't shy from the R ratedness of it. It's not. I'm not gonna say it's gory, but when there's gunshots, it's bloody. When they kill a person, it's a little bit bloody. There's a lot of F-bombs in it. It's, I believe it's set in Boston. Yeah. And it's very kind of mm. Boston, you know. Ah, fuck you. Go fuck you. you know, uh-huh. it, yeah, it, so not wife material, but uh, it, I was entertained. The biggest annoyance, his name is Spencer. And I just hear that. That just yeah. creates <laughs> Spencer. Come here, Spencer. Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen Eliza Schlesinger act before. She's a comedian. She was great. She was great in this. And she's not in it a lot, but she was great and very funny. Uh, pop quiz, hot shot. When is the last time that you can remember that Mark Wahlberg and Bokeem Woodbine were in a movie together? Clue, we saw it in the theater. Oh. Oh, man. Um. This is when Mark Wahlberg kind of started acting. And everybody was still like that guy from Backstreet Boy. Was it Backstreet Boy? Whatever. Wasn't oh he? yeah, yeah. yeah. Donnie Wahlberg's Mar- yeah. brother. Yeah. Oh, it's not um, Four Brothers. No, nope. it's not. It's way before that. Nineties. There's a there's a Hitman type movie. There you go. You're on oh, it. We're getting close. What's that? What's that called? <laughs> and we did see it in the theater. Yes, uh, we did. And it was. Yeah, we were both like, it was pretty good, and then we got it on DVD, and we're like. It's kind yeah. of pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, that may have been his first movie, actually. It might have been. The Big Hit. The Big Hit. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> we, I, did, I, yeah we saw that in the theater. Oh, yeah. I, I just, it, it struck me when Bokeem Woodbine uh, came in, I was like, they, they've been in something together. What was it? And <laughs> I went and looked, and I had to laugh. 
Uh, but oh, I'm trying to see what his. Oh, he's got a whole bunch of music videos. His first. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Substitute TV movie. Uh, he's got a couple other credits here. First, Renaissance Man. What was that? Renaissance Man. That looks like his first. That was a army movie, something. Yeah, with Danny DeVito. Okay, I Ooh, guess that I, I don't think that would have been a starring role. He was in uh, Fear as well, correct? Yeah, that, that was one? that was before Big Hit. Yeah, and that was yeah, that was like early '90s. That was '93, I want to say. Yeah, I could tell you if this. Might... That's the one where he uh, doesn't he finger Reese Witherspoon on a roller coaster. She... I I saw it one time. It was awful. Everybody, oh '96. Everybody thought it was great. I was like, "You're out of your mind. It's terrible." Alyssa Milano's in it, and it's oh, rapey. And, eh. He was in the Basketball Diaries, too, with Leo. Fear was probably his first starring role, I would say. Yeah. I mean, like, headliner. I've se- I haven't seen that in so long. Oh, oh my man. God. Are you ready for some news? Let's go down the line here. Fear, 96. Traveler, no idea what that is, 97. Uh, yep. Boogie Nights, 1997. Oh, there we go. The Big Hit, 1998. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he did <laughs> Boogie Nights before the big hit. That's funny. Okay, anyway, moving on. Uh, and at the end of the day, it's a good movie. I enjoyed it. You will enjoy it. Uh, it's, I would say, treadmill it. Uh, okay. But it is one that you should watch. The comedy was very on point. I laughed at all of the jokes. Uh, the, the action was cool. I... I dug it, man. I, I, I'm not, it's not a masterpiece or it's not rewriting the action comedy genre or anything like that, but definitely want to check out. That was an entertaining film. Uh, and lastly, I want to talk about Gremlins. So I, I got a hair up my butt the other day. I was like, you know, first of all, I want to watch Gremlins. And second of all, the boys are at the age now where I need to, enhance their cinema perspective a little bit. They haven't really watched anything scary. They're kind of at the age where with Addison I had watched, um, oh, what is it called? Uh, Coraline. Okay. And, yep. and that had freaked her out pretty good. Like she, midway through, she was like, I want to stop this. And wife was like, well, we should stop it. And I said, no, you have to see it through so that you see the bad guy get defeated. Otherwise, you just live with in this space where this movie is about this bad guy winning. And that's why you got to finish some of these movies. And so we finished it. And by the time it was over, she was okay. She, you know, she had the relief. She had the release of, uh, good has won. Uh, and it's the same with gremlins. I mean, more or less, but I hadn't seen it in many years. I thought, I think, you know, six and eight, they're, they're about old enough, right? And so we sat down, I popped in the VHS. That's how you're going to watch it, boys. And we sat in my office and wife, uh, under protest, a little bit. Just let it be. And mm-hmm. there were some parts where the boys were like, oh, kind of covering their eyes a little bit. Like, oh, the gremlin things are kind of creepy. But there's enough comedy in there that they didn't have any. They didn't have much of a problem. I mean, uh, there were a couple of parts halfway through where, oh, no, I'm uh, this is scary or something. Uh, but then there'd be a comedy bit or then... Um, uh, What's I, I don't know what what's his name little the, the the little mugwai would show up 
Yeah. Uh, and and do something cute, and then it would be okay again. You get that little bit of relief. Um, <clears throat> and overall, it went well. When it was done, uh, Corbin, he's kind of a... He's Corbin, so he's like, um, four out of ten. And Holden is like, me. <laughs> so Holden's like, ten out of ten. He, you know, he dug it. Uh, even though he was the one that was more afraid during the movie. But overall, thumbs up. It's still a pretty good movie, and it still holds up, and it, it's still a, a a great groundbreaker for uh, younger kids into horror. Because uh, it does have elements of that. And, you know, it's very hard to find a horror movie that you can kind of show to younger kids. At least, yeah. uh, at least under the auspices of what we grew up with. When I, I remember when I was a kid in elementary school... I talked to some kid on the swing who saw every Nightmare on Elm Street. And my response to that was, what's Nightmare on Elm Street? Like, I, huh? I don't even know what you're yeah. talking about. I don't, I'm not even aware of horror movies. And granted, you shouldn't be showing them horror movies at that age. Uh, there's a, there is something to being desensitized. Yeah. And, and I, I, I say that not as they're going to grow up and be psycho killers. I say that as in they're not going to appreciate good horror movies. If you show them all the shit when they're children, they, they'll just be so desensitized that nothing, they're not, they don't care about anything, uh, in cinema. Whereas if you wait till they're the right age and work up, work up their levels through horror, they will appreciate a scary movie and will still be able to get freaked out by a scary movie. And, and that, that's what I, more of my concern of burning them out on. <laughs> yeah. It's not that I'm really trying to restrict them. Okay. Uh, Coming soon? Uh, yeah. So the rest of uh, The Outsider, for sure. And uh, I will be reviewing uh, uh, some some stuff here soon. The Last sedu- Seduction. I watched that, and um, I immediately sold it. Um, <laughs> uh, the Annihilator from uh, director Charles E. Sellier, who also directed Silent Night, Deadly Night. I'll be reviewing that. Actually, that's a VHS that I got you for your birthday. The Annihilators. There's like three tough dudes on the cover holding guns. And... Oh, is it... No, no, I don't... Are you sure about that? You got me armed response. Oh, maybe I put that one back and got you armed response instead. (laughs) I don't think I have the Annihilators. I know exactly what movie you're talking about. I don't think I own that. I remember that cover though from the, from oh, the VHS. That cover was yeah, it's great. Great. I'll review that movie. I'll review that movie later. Okay. Um, Hellhole. I believe that you watched that on Shout TV. Uh, it's a women in prison type movie. Ugh. Maybe. Uh, yeah. yeah. I bought it. <laughs> I mean, did I give it a positive review? Not really. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Um, and then I also went through the uh, Roger Corman 60s uh, Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe movies. So Pit in the Pendulum, Haunted Palace, uh, all of those. So there's like four or five of them that I watched. And uh, if I get to them, I'll review those. I've talked to them already. I've talked to them because they exist. What did They're, they say? They said, watch me. Just just take me all in. And you're just, oh, oh obey, bend over. Oh, yeah, I'm like, oh, 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 I mean, this movie, this, this movie, this podcast has just started and ended with just anal reaming. 
Yep, and just deep throating '60s classic horror. I got nothing else. That's I literally got, after that I got nothing. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're just trying to be done. I know you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'd got some more VHS, uh, just random stuff. Um, sci-fi movie called Marooned. Uh, there's a Kinjite Forbidden Subjects. Have you ever heard of that one? No, huh? Uh, that's with the, uh, oh, what's his name? Bronson, Charles Bronson. Charles Bronson movie. Okay. Uh, the Revenger, POW, The Escape. Ooh, I, that's a good one. D- oh, is it? I, yes. Dude, I got the, uh, check this out. Nice. But it's, it's not a regular VHS. Like it's the side open and it is in near mint shape. Canon media. Anytime I see Canon, buy whatever. If I don't have it, Canon buy. Yeah. But I, this thing's like in really, really freaking good shape, man. And I can't you'll believe enjoy, you'll enjoy that one. I can't believe that it it's not a bottom slider out. It's a, like a side slider. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. How much was how much was oh, that? Fifty cents. I, I pay fifty cents for these things. Um, and that one there, uh, uh, that to to me that would be getting close to the collectability type. Like, oh, and it a has a, more it has a sticker on it that says "produced exclusively on JVC tape." <laughs> Oh, absolutely no um, corrosion on the inside. And it has, this is another thing that I like with my VHS tapes. Can you see this? Uh-huh. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a sticker that indicates this was a rental copy at a rental store. And I uh, normally when I buy any media, it, it I peel everything off. Uh, but I don't do that with VHS tapes. I don't peel off, because there's so many that I get that have... Stickers on the side that say where it was rent, you know, they have the Bob's rental in Medina, Ohio or something. You know, I get them from literally all around the world. Uh, And it's just, that tells a story of how did this get here? How did this Mm -hmm. get to a Goodwill in Ohio? Um, (laughs) uh, So I never take any of those off. But yep, that one's going to happen pretty soon. Yeah, you'll like that one. Cool. Okay, so... Are we, what, what, what should the release schedule be if we're doing two a week? Oh, yeah. Um, we have one on Tuesday, one on Saturday. Yeah. Because, I mean, literally, like, we're not really doing anything. And uh, even Mass was canceled, so I'm not even going to Mass. So, yeah, we can... I mean, I'm not sure what your editing schedule's like, but we can we can do another one on Saturday. And, and we, we might want to even, just for the time being, like, maybe cut the episodes a little bit short, just, like... Do the roulette, and then if there is any news, and then maybe a couple recently watched, because eventually we're going to get, you know, I, there well, are we're going to run out of shit. We're not going to run out. I've got, I've got fifteen more movies I could talk about. That's at true. least, yeah. I'm looking at mine. And I'm like, yeah, shoot, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. All right. Well, we'll we'll see how the editing schedule goes because I am still working. I'm just working from home. That just yeah frees up a lot of my schedule. It takes away a lot of travel time and and other nonsense that they're. They're like, just don't bother doing a lot of your normal chores. Just stay at home and work. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Mostly, and mostly I'm excited about that because we were near panic about who are we going to get to watch the kids? Uh, Because over spring break, everybody I know is still going on vacation. They're all leaving. They're all flying out of here. 
and driving out of here and going to the <sighs> beach because it's they just why not yeah I, <laughs> oh wow I, I i can't i but part of me can't really blame them i guess because they they are like well we survived sars and and h1n1 and we and bird flu and this is just gonna be another one of those yeah tell it's tell it's fucking captain trips man yeah then what just stay at home. Uh, Wish I would have yeah. stayed at home, but hey, we sure got that weekend and in, in yeah, sure got my tan. Sure got my tan and didn't go to any restaurants because they're all closed. So we sat around and played Monopoly all day or something. I, what are you, what are you gonna do? You can't do anything there. You can. I... Yeah, my sister finally like she was. They were gonna go the, to the Dominican Republic and then that got canceled for spring break, and so they were like, well, let's just go to Florida, and <laughs> now that got canceled. So. Kind of, because I'm like, what are you going to do? Sit on the beach and not much else, because they're going to start shutting restaurants down there, too. Uh, not Maybe not in Florida. And, and you know, and you know that we are, uh, for those that don't know, we're very closely tied with Florida, not because Eugene used to live there, but because everybody that lives in Ohio goes to Sarasota. That's, we call that Little Holmes County. Yeah, it is. And how many cases have been found in Sarasota? Oh, there's several now already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once that hits the and, Amish community, oh, I just and and they're all going to be packed into buses and headed mm-hmm. right back here. Yeah, and they 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 like to hang out and chit chat. <laughs> My mom was posting pictures of the Amish church around the way from where they stay in Florida. They're all gathering. They're all getting together. It's, it's just a flu. It's not. It's not. It's fake news from the fake news media. Uh huh. <laughs> and. Yeah. uh I, I love that the, the we'll end on this. Did you see the uh, uh, press release where they said that the president was and a bunch of people on the podium said that you really shouldn't gather in groups more than ten? Did you see that? Uh, no, uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, there were sixteen people on that stage, <laughs> and that pretty much sums up the presidency right currently. Just. Looking up into the eclipse and (laughs) (sighs) right is wrong. Wrong is right, folks. Black is white. We get killed in the next zebra crossing. Okay. I'll see you next week. I'll see you in a couple days because we ain't doing shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Next time I'm going to have Randall flag on the show, I guess. Why not? Right. (laughs) (sighs) It'll it'll be Randall flag and trash can man. (laughs) Yes. All right. I'll Mm. see you. All right. See you. for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on Twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.